Good morning, everybody. Joe and Casey here with uh, Cup of Joe with Casey and Joe. It is Monday, June 13th, 2022, which is a bit crazy, Casey, when you think about it, right? It's 2022 and we're almost halfway through the year. It moves fast, Joe. Good morning. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm well. I'm well. We, Casey and I, prior to the, uh, the show starting here, we had a little bit of a discussion about what our weeks look like. And Casey said he had a little bit of a trepidation because he's got, you know, a pretty full week. Casey, how's your week look? Tell us. It wasn't so much that it's full, which is great. It was that these are new appointments. I'm meeting new people, um, meeting them in different circumstances, that type of thing. And so I was telling my wife this morning, I was like, I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's going to be a fun week. There's going to be different things happening. So I'm looking forward to this week. How about you, Joe? What's going on with your in your world? Well, as I was saying, the the week has five days in it, right? And some days you have like a, a day that's just full. And so on Friday, I have a charity golf tournament that starts at eight and probably will end around two or three o'clock because that's what those things do. But on Wednesday, I've got to be in uh, Pompano for open enrollment meetings for Al Hendricks and Toyota. And Casey and I were chatting and he goes, well, are you flying this week? And I said, I get to combine work and flying. So Wednesday morning, weather permitting, of course, I'm gonna, uh, I've got a plane reserved. I'm gonna fly down and leave really early in the morning. I'll be down there all day and about 2.30, 3 o'clock, I'll get in the plane and fly back, you know, weather uh, permitting. And so that's the one of the culminations of, of me putting together the skill of flying and the business of, of what we're in, of you know, going to meetings that are across the state, it just adds time back in the day. So, so Joe, do you have space in your plane? Because right now I'm supposed to be in Miami at 11 in the morning on Wednesday. So shut the front door. Really? I, I'm serious. If you have space in your plane, I'm with you. I'm renting a car. I'll be I can be back up to uh, to Pompano by, you know, probably quarter to two o'clock. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, we'll take that offline and see if we can't combine two and three steps and do one more efficient step. But we do need to start out with the best and worst uh, of the prior week. As always, Casey, you go first. What was the best thing that occurred last week for Casey? For me, you know, there, there were a couple things, but probably the best. And this is, you know, as, as you get older and so on and your your children are dispersed around the country. I have children that live in Denver. Nashville, New York City. I got a call from my son who lives in uh, New York City, and he and I spoke for about 40 minutes. And it was it was a it was great hearing from him. And for those of you who don't know, typically boys, eh, not so much. They're not really reaching out to 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 dad or mom, you know, and and saying, hey, here's what's going on in my life, and so on. Unless Girl, there's a problem, <laughs> or or cha-ching, but uh, <laughs> that ship has sailed. So. Um, you know, there was not any, you know, great shakes going on. There was no problem. He just wanted to connect with his dad. So he got he got in what Father's Day is coming up uh, this Sunday. He got in uh, a week early and it was great hearing from him. How about you, Joe? Well, I, I had a couple of things. Um, thank you for the 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 son uh, um, sharing, because I did something with my son. I wouldn't describe it as the total best because it's just a little thing. Um, my boys are now cutting the grass and trimming the hedges and everything, which is, it's a project takes less than an hour because our, our yard is pretty small. And we bought all the rechargeable stuff so there's no gas anymore. Nobody has to, 
you know, pull start or choke anything to get it to start up, right? Well, Andrew goes around the back of the house where there's shrubs and he, and he you know, levels out the hedges. He, he trims it with the hedger and stuff. Well, he nicked the hose and the hose that's, you know, near the shrubs now has like a bunch of little holes in it. You turn the hose on, it's, you know, water everywhere. And uh, he goes, I think I broke the hose. And I'm like, okay. And my wife was like, well, let's just get a new hose. And I'm like, whoa, 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 time out, time out. I'm like, we can go buy a hose repair kit. It's five bucks and Andrew can fix his first hose. So I went to Home Depot on, uh, this is on Sunday actually, got the uh, thing. And then I showed him how to fix a hose and rather than spend 30, 40, 50 bucks on a new hose, we spent five bucks. He learned how to fix hose with hose clamps and cutting it and everything. And, uh, and it works fine. So I thought that was a good little, you know, project slash lesson, you know, for, for sharing time with the son. So that's, that's a great life lesson. I wish, um, I think Amanda, my wife w- wish that she had learned that because when she used to get an oil change or need an oil change or anything on her engine would light up, she would just go in and trade in the car. <laughs> so, um, that a little more expensive than a hose. <laughs> Um, and probably, you know, cost her a couple of pennies, but, uh, Hey, yeah. good, you're a good dad, Joe. What can I tell you? Uh, well, I'm occasionally a good dad. The rest of the time it's in question. Um, the other thing that I thought was pretty cool was, and, and you touched on this, you said, you know, when something went wrong with the car, you trade it in or you take it to the dealership. Um, uh, I have an electric car, I have a Tesla and, um, you do have to rotate the tires, but the, the otherwise the service is minimal. You know, there's no oil changes. There's there's not really you know, your brakes don't go bad for a long, long time. And so Saturday was my day of projects. So I get up and I'm I'm getting stuff. I'm cleaning the inside of the garage door because I'm a little bit, you know, freakishly. I like stuff clean. And at a certain point, I'm going to break out the scrub brush and we're going to scrub the garage door. Well, are you going to are you going to mop? You know, given the last week's uh, conversation, are you going to mop the garage floor? Uh, I am not, I just hose it off and I will scrub it down because I, I did epoxy coat my garage floor and it looks great, but it is a tad slippery when wet. So I've learned the lesson of, um, you know, garage floors being too wet for when kids, grandma, whoever, you know, right. it can get a little slick. But I'm there doing the garage door and it's halfway closed, halfway open. And all of a sudden, bam, 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 bam. Somebody bangs on my garage door and I'm thinking it's a neighbor. I'm like, what is going on? Open up the garage door. It's the Tesla guy. I totally forgot that I had called in to do get my tires rotated. And you don't go to them for something basic. They come to you. Nice. So literally, I pulled my car out, you know, got to where he wanted it. He did all the work. He, he maneuvered around. I was able to clean the inside of the wheels because I like clean things. And um, it was just a great example of how they've redefined some of the paradigms of service, right? Take it to the repair shop. Go get your oil changed. Sit there in that goofy waiting room. None of that. It was 50 bucks for my tire rotation. I never left the house. I was fully productive, and I came away feeling the guy was a nice guy, and I came away feeling that's a good way to service somebody's car. You know, that was a a, a good experience, even though all he did was for 20 minutes, he just, you know, flip-flopped the wheels. So Just curious, did you tip him? I did not, and I didn't even feel the need to because – at a certain point, he was getting in his car. He goes, okay, we're going to charge this credit card. I didn't even sign anything, Casey. There wasn't uh, that triplicate paperwork or anything. Right, right. I, I got a note in my app that says, hey, your credit card's been charged 50 bucks. And I'm like, I like that. That That's efficient. 
it's minimum BS, right? Because sometimes you got to go and, you know, you could have uh, gotten the extended warranty on the tires and then that covers it. And, you know, your your uh, valve stems sometimes need replacing road hazard and everything. I'm like, I don't want to deal with none of that. I just want my tires rotated. So that's awesome. Anyway. That's a great story. Yeah. So what happened to you last week that you would say, eh, not so good? We'll call it worst of the week, but we're pretty positive people. So. Well, worst of the week is um, my coworker for um, almost four years here at Highland has decided to take a position and um, go move up the management chain with another company. So wow. I'm I'm going to miss Stephanie. Yeah. That's gonna be um, that that yeah I'm happy for her. I wish her well, and I'm going to definitely miss her. Yeah, it's it's always hard saying goodbye. And I think it, it gives us as a company a, a, a pause for reflection of, you know, where did we miss it? Where did we go wrong? And and that sort of thing. You know, certainly that's more part of your world because Stephanie's on your side of the house and I'm right. on my side of the house. But I know when people leave, you know, sometimes you're like, thank goodness, right? <laughs> uh, we didn't have to, you know. And then other times you're like, what? It, it's almost like, you know, uh, a member of the family, you know, is no longer a member of the family, either a divorce or a passing away or something. It, you feel kind of sad. I mean, w would you agree? No, no doubt. Well, there's the old saying that uh, everybody everybody improves uh, the environment of a room. Some people by coming in, others people by leaving. In so this case, um, in this case, Stephanie's departure, uh, she will be missed. And so the environment, at least for a, a time, uh, will be a little less. So uh, wish her well. Uh, but, uh, you know, time for us to uh, grow a little bit and uh, fill in the gaps while we, you know, yeah. find uh, the right situation for someone else. Yeah. And and I would echo that. I, ha I had a, a couple of things last week I would view as the worst. I, I had a, a client, we had meetings scheduled and, you know, she called me on Tuesday. The meetings were going to be on Thursday. And, you know, this is facing the employees. So this is talking to them about their benefits during the renewal and open enrollment and stuff. And she said, you know, Joe, I'm just not feeling good about the meetings. We don't have the benefit guy done. We seem to be a little bit behind. And she was right. I agreed with her. I said, you know what? You're right. Let's, you know, what do you want to do? And she says, can we push it a week? I'm like, yes. And it, it was great to have a client that was willing to be honest and say, you know what? I'm not feeling great about this. It's, I'm really busy. And it doesn't seem like I have everything I need to, to feel good about the meetings. And, and this is an employer in the auto dealership world, and a lot of times auto dealerships don't, you know, spend a lot of time, effort, energy, resources on the human resources component of their business. But this is a group that has a little bit of a different take. They call their employees associates. And if you call them employees, you will get corrected. They are not employees, they're associates. And we're all in this together as associated people. And they want, you know, a level of you know, interactivity that I really like to see from that type of business. Um, it really breathes employees, associates feeling great uh, about their benefit program and stuff. They've been with the same carrier for five, six, seven years now. Uh, the plans haven't changed in three or four of them. And, and that's usually an indication that an employer is willing to, you know, pony up for the increases, but also be cognizant that the grass isn't always greener. Change on employee benefits can be very difficult for those right. that are going through treatment. So, um, but that was one thing. I did lose a client this week and, you know, I, I finally was able to get a hold of, of the uh, HR person and we had a good conversation. And, you know, some of it was, 
the classic, you know, her impression of what we were going to do on certain um, service items is not what we could deliver. And quite honestly, that rests on my shoulders. I have to be a good communicator of what we can do and make sure that the expectations on the client side are met within the confines of what the team can deliver. So I, I, I feel bad about it. And, and it's one of those where you're you're happy to get a client. You're always sad to lose them. But along with the Stephanie thing, you know, it's it's one of those things where got to move on to the next and have a memory of a of a. Sure. You a know, lesson learned, right? A lesson learned that, you know, you got to check yourself, make sure the team can deliver what you're promising and, um, you know, op keep the lines of communication open to make sure you manage uh, expectations. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned the first thing was you said was kind of the worst, the fact that they postponed the um, the enrollment. But actually what I it was funny because that was my second um, kind of best of the week. We're shopping for long story, long story, a little longer. We're shopping for a house for my stepson. Okay, it's very difficult time now to buy a house. Well, we said, hey, this one looks good. We're ready to put an offer on it. Reach out to your roommates and make sure that, you know, hey, they can afford X amount a month. Well, he did. And like that, he got back. He's like, oh, no, I can only afford this amount per month. So all of a sudden, the whole paradigm has been blown up. But I said to him, the, the the young man's name is Ethan, who bowed out. I said, you know, I like Ethan. I don't know him, but he was clear. He had a he had a uh, you know a boundary. He had a a line he couldn't cross. And I said, I would rather have him as a roommate for X amount than some guy that says, oh yeah, I could do twice that. And then on the thirtieth of the month, you're talking to him. He's like, oh yeah, I'm a little short this week, and I can't help you. We've all had those experiences. So. Um, yeah. Clear is kind is a, a phrase that was is attributed to an author named Brene Brown, and I think both uh, Ethan and your client uh, were clear, and I think that that's very kind. Yeah, no, and and it's great that we had the relationship. You know, it's ten year plus client, and where they felt comfortable enough saying, you know what, we're we're not ready. And they weren't pressured into making any decisions. We gave them plenty of time with the, you know, what the renewal was and stuff. So the first part was done. The deliverable, you know, kind of bounced against vacations in June. You always come against right. vacations and doing stuff. Um, it's much better than at the end of the year during the holidays, right? That's the worst time to try and get everything renewed because people really are in a different frame of mind. But I wanted to share a couple of other items that I thought um, Casey and I went to an event this past week. We met some nice people. We met a, a, um, a lady, Tina Dietz, who does audio marketing, where her team puts together amazing podcasts. And both Casey and I thought, how awesome is this? We're trying to do a little podcasting ourselves. And we happen to meet an expert who has a whole team of people. I mean, I don't know if Casey put it out there in the universe, but clearly the universe answered Casey, even though we didn't, you know, actually talk about, you know, who we should meet during this thing, you know? Well, life is a contact sport, and uh, it was it was great to be out there and and have a conversation. And you know, just because she happened to be in line with us in the buffet, and I probably made some silly, goofy comment, she laughed, and you did. all of a sudden we made we made a friend, and that was great. Right. Um, the other thing that I wanted to to throw out there is, um, you know. I, I listened to a couple other podcasts and, and the one that's resonating with me right now um, talks about um, always be launching as a way to view your business and how you face out. Right. And and I, I keep turning that over in my mind. You know, when you're driving somewhere and you're thinking about a concept, always be launching. 
And and isn't it a refreshing when you talk to somebody and instead of, uh, you know, complaining of that, oh, it's been a tough week, da 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 blah, blah, they're saying, you know what, we're really excited about our new program, we're going to go out in this direction, and we're getting the teams together. What are your thoughts on always be launching? Well, it's a lot better than always be closing. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Um, well said. Well, I think it puts you in the mindset of um, moving forward and having a windshield bigger than your rearview mirror, right? Casey, are you, is today your day just to have sayings? Because I've written down three things already. Joe, where... every day is a day for me to have sayings. <laughs> Clear is kind. Life is a contact sport. Your windshield is bigger than your rearview mirror. I love that. Casey, you're killing it today. Joe, Joe, you know, we'll, we'll just, I'm, I'm building up, I'm building up some um, equity or some, uh, a balance in my, uh, podcast account. So on the days that you say, eh, Casey, not so much, I can make a withdrawal or two. Uh, I think you're fine. So guys, right now we're going to flip it over to Christine and we're going to talk about the Quora question of the week. Christine, are you there, caller? I am here. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hi, Christine. Good morning. So I have a question. Uh, this is one of the most searched questions on Quora, and I really resonated with it as what I would consider a very young professional. So help me out a little here. What can I learn right now for 10 minutes that will be useful for the rest of my life? When you say for 10 minutes, you mean what can you learn within 10 minutes? Yes. What can I spend the next 10 minutes doing that will be useful for the rest of my life? And this can be business, professional, however you take it. Okay. Casey, do you have I one? Have a, I have a very shocker, Joe. I have a very off-the-wall one. You ready? No, that's not shocking. But, Casey, you can't <laughs> leave us on the edge of our seats. Please go oh, ahead. I am. I am. It's something you will do about 680 million times in your lifetime. And that is learn how to breathe properly. Breathe. The, the studies have shown that about 30 to 40% of all people breathe primarily through their mouths. And I read a book, Joe, and yes, I did actually buy the book. And actually I did, I did listen to it on audiobooks as well, called Breath, B-R-E-A-T-H by Nestor, N-E-S-T-O-R. And it talks about how we over the last few hundred years and how we've developed have started our, our skulls have actually changed because of the way we're breathing. And I've handed that book out to multiple friends. I have one friend that literally says, that's the best advice I've give, been given in the last few years. And so most of us do not breathe properly. It's primarily in through the nose and out through the nose about six to seven times a minute. And it's hurting our, it's hurting our health and it's hurting ourselves. So just like what you drink is important. What you consume and eat is important. You consume air every day. And if you know how to do it well, that will be that will give you better health and better energy for the rest of your life. Hold on one second, I'm practicing. Am I doing it right? You are, and Joe, I really appreciated those aromatic, uh, that incense that you gave to me the other day. <laughs> It's making my my room so zen. I really nice. appreciate it. Nice. Well, I have I actually have two. And you know, Christine, you said you said young and something else about in your career and everything. Um, 
I don't know if you can learn anything in 10 minutes outside of how to breathe. Thanks, Case. Um, <laughs> that will, you know, change or you can use the rest of your life. To me, 10 minutes sounds like you learn something like in PowerPoint or Excel or Word. That's a little trick. And I do have one of those. But the one thing that I would tell you that I think is really important for folks, especially when they're out in business settings and everything, is you can't go wrong by continuing to ask questions of those you're in a, a group with, of those you're in a meeting with, right? I think asking questions does so many things for you and people's perception of you. It shows you're engaged. It shows you're listening. It shows you care about the answer. It shows you're more interested in what they're saying than getting your opportunity to speak. So I, I think asking questions in almost any setting in a business setting will set you apart. Even if you're if you're in business development, great. It's definitely important there. If you're in you know the business world of of working in support or whatever else, if you're always asking questions, and I don't mean hard questions. I mean in a, in a hey, how's it going? How was your weekend? How's the wife? How's the kids? Right. All those types of things build a. I don't want to say a reputation, but build a, a theme that Christine, Casey, Joe, whoever it is, is interested in their world. And people surround themselves with folks that they think are fans, right? I don't surround myself with people that are highly critical of me. That's that's just not what anybody does. But if somebody continually asks me questions, Casey always asks me about flying. So I know that at least in some way, shape or form, he's a, he's he's saying, oh, that's interesting. I want to know a little bit more about it. And and I think that's what my 10 minute skill would be. Figure out two or three questions. You can ask your coworkers, your friends, your family, whoever. And, and I think that's something you could practice lifelong and will pay you dividends. Casey, what are your thoughts on that? I uh, totally agree to to a play on words of the the old sales thing of always be closing, which we mentioned earlier, what you said about always be launching, always be curious. Always ABC. be curious. Always be curious. And Joe, I think I think that's a great suggestion. Um, following up the meeting that we had the other day, um, I was talking to three graduate students um, at, at, on, at Rollins College, and they said the biggest thing they got out of the meeting was learning how to network. And that essentially goes back to your 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 uh, point about being curious, asking questions, being friendly, and yep. and so forth. So I think that's a great point, Joe. You said you had a second. Oh, I would tell you my second pales in comparison because I think we both had good ones, but it's just an Excel tip. And if you ever wanted to not display stuff in Excel, go into the cell, right click it, and change the number format to semicolon, 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 and then every the cells are still filled, but they don't display, right? And so you think that doesn't matter until you want to share a spreadsheet with somebody or you want to print it and you don't you don't want them to see a formula or all the other numbers out there. But if you change the number to semicolon, 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 it won't show up. It'll still be in there. And Tim Hanley, a, a CFO buddy of mine, taught me that trick, gosh, at least 10 years ago, maybe 15. And it's always stuck with me as like a quick and down and dirty way to clean up a spreadsheet because you can just highlight a bunch of cells and change the number format and the data is still there, but it doesn't show up. So you can hit print a little bit more quickly and easily. So again, flip, a little bit of a flip from the uh, the always be asking questions and everything and always be curious, but 
you know, in 10 minutes, I, I quickly learned that thing. So, Christine, I, I did you have one? Go ahead. I'm curious, Joe, before Christine answers, I'm wondering how many uh, how many of our uh, listeners know what a semicolon is. Oh, come on. <laughs> Christine, did you have one that you I, wanted to uh, share with us? I did. Surprisingly, it was very similar to your Excel. I think everyone should spend 10 minutes learning what a mail merge is and how to do it on their own because it will save you tons of time and impress everybody who doesn't know what it is. <laughs> well, well and for, our, for our listeners, that was M-A-I-L merge. Yes. Right, Christine? Okay. Yes. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> so, Christine, cool. <laughs> let, me, let me ask a follow-up quick question. Do you oftentimes get asked to do mail merges? Is that what you're saying? constantly and by the people you would least expect. Awesome. Awesome. I think that's great feedback. And I tell you what, Christine, I will figure out how to do a mail merge and uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll figure out something. If I think if I can figure it out, I always think that anybody else can. Casey, I can't speak for you, though. Do you think you can do a mail merge? I, I can give it the old college try, Joe. Why not? Can, can you give it 10 minutes? 10 minutes? I can give it 10 minutes, Christine. Well, well said. All right. Guys, well, thank you so much. That ends another edition of Cup of Joe with Casey and Joe. And everybody have a great week. Casey, any closing thoughts? Joe, have a great week. Looking forward to it. See you next Monday. Awesome. Thanks, everybody.